Welcome back. Um, holy shit. So I'm coin ops today. You are here for a special, uh, story time with uncle coin ops. I'm just going to apologize in advance. Uh, <laughs> I am joined by my compatriots scum. Hello. And shadow link. Greetings. And, uh, Aesop is up there crying already. Already. Already, buddy. <laughs> Come on down. Come here, buddy. Well, he's upset so, about this. Uh, he's just about as upset about this as you are. Oh, yeah, yeah he, I think so. that's what it is. He had to watch these videos I watched, too. Uh, let's not talk about that yet. Let's talk about video games. What are you guys playing at the moment? What are you liking? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I've got, I've got uh, uh, whispers, on a mach- whispers of a Machine on mobile right now. It's a, okay, uh, what's the deal? Yeah, it's a... It's like an old style point and click adventure game. Uh, you play as a, I'm not entirely sure if she's a cyborg or an android yet, uh, but she has these augmentations that help her uh, like analyze crime scenes and that kind of thing. And it's oh, uh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a fun little uh, take on those. Uh, it's got a lot of. Um, um, what's the game? Uh, Beneath a Steel Sky, like a lot of those vibes okay. to it, but uh, mm-hmm. but it also feels it it feels new and fresh in a way. Um, mostly because kinda, you know what what kind of art style are they rocking? Is it kind of yeah, cell shaded or well, that, photorealistic? That kind of uh, uh, that sort of like sixteen thirty two bit uh, um, gotcha style that they would use for uh old old um like pixel point, art yeah point and click adventure games oh okay the okay, 90s okay. yeah yeah okay. yeah it's very much in that style but you also like have king's quest and shit yeah, yeah you also yeah. have the ability to uh like use uh you know your robotic arm to uh like i don't know smash things <laughs> um so oh cool yeah yeah call back to virtuosity yeah. um <laughs> scum what are you playing Oh, nothing cyberpunk related. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. The act of playing a video game is almost itself cyberpunk, I would call it. All right. Well, the reason my brain's fried is I was up all night playing Crusader Kings 3 with a Vampire the Dark Ages mod, which basically turns into (laughs) a totally different game. So instead of trying to reconquer parts, like I'm going to reconquer Italy the hard way, except I'm a vampire. Well, so, how, how, how are you going to do a vampire army? Are they just going to be hungry as fuck all the time or like? Yeah, basically, just, I'm waiting for them to turn around and like, OK, we're just going to eat you. I'm waiting for that. I don't know if it's like, going to happen. That's interesting. Yeah, I, like I don't know if it's going to happen. I just mass embraced like 200 dudes because I'm like, oh, you're going to my old time enemy rose up against me again. And I'm like, well, you killed my wife. 
fuck you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a complicated game. It's like mind. It's mind bogglingly big because it, it's basically all of medieval Europe and Asia. And I don't know right. how they did it. So it's like all this other stuff's happening around me. And yeah. I can't wait to die again. Do you is is uh is uh oh, what's his name? Oh, my God. He's, he's like the mysterious Russian fellow that was around like. Oh, Vlad the Impaler. No, no, no. Was uh, oh, Rasputin. Rasputin. He is no, he, is he in on this at all? No, that was like the early 20th. OK, everybody thinks Rasputin was like the Dark Ages. It's like, no, he was like literally the 20th century. No, oh, yeah. He, he yeah. wore the Dark Ages like as a fucking cloak. <laughs> he carried it yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. No, he was, cool. <laughs> he was cool as shit. But no, he was like that was literally the 20th century. He was a bizarre fellow. Didn't they like shoot him and throw him in the river and it didn't even kill they him? They shot him. They ice picked him in the heart. That's the that's the rumor anyway. They 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 poisoned him with cyanide. Dude just like was unfazed and eventually like okay fuck you. They just shot him in the head. Yeah. That and then they found out he drowned. That's what killed him or some shit. Like it was crazy. It was like so one extra step go, beyond yeah. ridiculous. You know like yeah yeah. yeah. No, I think uh, yeah. last podcast did a pretty good breakdown. I am. It was pretty funny. Highly recommend. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, for my part, I'm still playing, still playing Disco Elysium on and off, but I'm treating it. Well, I'm treating it like like just a nice meal. Like I'm treating myself. Like I have to do things. Like later, I have to cut the grass, and then after that, maybe I'll play Disco Elysium for a little bit because it's just it's too good, and it's it's a little buggy, but it's not that kind of game breaking buggy that like maybe you know if it does crash the one time it's crashed and I don't know how many hours I've been playing it it it's still fine like it'll just you reboot it fine it still works um they've been putting patches out on the regular but then for the bubble gum when I just want to dick around I picked up like rage 2 which I almost never got and I was like it's on sale I'm drunk let's see what this is about and I've been having a fucking blast with it it's ridiculous like <laughs> It, it's the same guys who made the Mad Max video game, and I love that. Oh, I God. I, keep, I always forget that, too, because I'm like... That game is so good. Well, and they also did the Just Cause games, which I also, super guilty pleasure, so fucking love. You know, hey, let me put some rockets on this box and see what I can smash it into. That's yeah, great. Like, That's fun. anyone listening to this, if you've never played, like, the Mad Max game, like, I, I know... It's worthy. I know <laughs> games based on movies tend to be shit. This one isn't. It's, no. it's one of the prettiest things I've ever seen on a computer screen. Oh, the sandstorms are in it. Yeah, I don't know how they did it, but like it's with so photorealistic, like everything. But like, yeah, check it out. No, it's really Killer cool. photo mode too. Mm-hmm. Really good photo. Mode. Also, I'm, I'm a- I'd like to mm-hmm. give a shout out to uh, to um, God. What's the game? Um, Neon City Riders. I finished that game recently. It's uh, it's a pretty nice. It's also a pretty good game. Uh, just you know, what's that about since we're. Since we're talking about post-apocalyptic stuff, so it's uh, it takes place takes place in the the uh, decline of uh, you know capitalism and the world's run by gangs and um, cool cool yeah so you got cyborgs in the north, uh, clones in the west, uh, androids <laughs> in the east, and mutants in the south. So, so sure, it's, it's opt- yeah. very optimistic then. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's this really. Uh, well, it it does actually end up being very optimistic in the end. It's it does kind of have that very '90s video game style to it. Um, mm. It's kind of like a fusion between I don't know. It it's got it's the Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past, but with um, Mutants. I don't know. With, yeah, with yeah, with you know, <laughs> cyberpunk trappings. It's it's pretty fun. So 
Right on. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a decent segue as long as we're talking about post-apocalyptic society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So, buddy, how'd you break your, ba- break your brain this time? Yeah, so for whatever reason, this past weekend, my sleep schedule got all jacked up and I'm waking up at four in the morning and at like 4.15, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Monday morning, I, <laughs> I have this message from a buddy of mine and it's this, it's this PDF. It's a it's a PowerPoint presentation from a short selling group called Scorpion Capital, who are basically talking 188 pages of shit about QuantumScape, which is a company that make is, is allegedly trying to make um, rechargeable batteries that are like high density and solid state. Okay, so. 4.15 in the morning brain is looking at this going like, all right, I'm just going to go to sleep and I'll wake up and I'll take a look at it. And then my 4.20 in the morning brain just says, no, you're up, make coffee. What the fuck? And uh, what followed after that was a bit of a deep dive where I kind of read it and I, w- I was kind of getting the gist of it early on. But then I was like, well, now I got to go look at who these people are, what's going on. And we'll just start where it starts. There's this corporation. This, well, it's not a corporation. It's a, it's a special purpose acquisition company. Basically they don't really exist as a company. They don't have to make anything or have a profit or anything like that. They're basically just there as like leverage. Like we're going to do this thing and then we're going to get bought up by this other company or something like that. Um, and QuantumScape was founded in 2010 trying to make, well, not quite a solid state battery at this point. They had some weird ideas about some stuff. Um, the founder is this guy, and, uh, uh, Jack D. Uh, coin ups. Uh, yes. For for dummies like me, can you explain what a solid state battery is? Oh God! Yes. I, I, oh I, God! I are we going to get already. into this? Okay, so your your average battery has. A, I drew a picture in my fucking notes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to see that later. Yeah. So it's a, a regular battery. Battery is is basically kind of like a like a Big Mac. Um, you have your top bun, which is like your anode. That's your negative. Your filling there is your graphite kil- silicon kind of anode. Um, there's an electric, uh, a liquid electrolyte that fills the battery on both sides. And then your middle bun is a porous separator, which will allow electrons to pass from the cathode side to the anode side and back, depending on charge or discharge. Um, and then you have your cathode active, which is some type of it's like lithium or whatever. And then uh, you have more liquid electrolyte. And at the bottom, your bottom bun is the cathode current collector. And that's that's the way it's supposed to. That's the way it has been. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. been pretty stable for the most part, but it has its limitations and there is room to improve. What these guys are making is a solid state battery, which doesn't even have a fucking anode. Like it has an anode current collector, but then it goes straight to the solid state separator, which is really tricky because they're uh, we'll, we will really get into that. And then they have uh, the cathode active, which is made of something called catholite that no one fucking knows what it is. And then at the bottom, there's Wait, this, we'll get into that. Okay. So uh, then at the bottom, you have your, your bottom bun is your cat. So basically it's a Big Mac without the upper bun or mm. the upper uh, patty. Okay. Now, when you charge it, the anode current collector expands because the ion, the, like the lithium metal that's coming through is just, it's filling the space. This is a problem too, and we'll get to that as well. So basically, the the advantage that they're trying to get to with this is that it's going to take up less space, 
in theory, and it's going to be a higher density charge. So you'll be able to charge this thing in like say 15 fucking minutes and at 80% capacity and it'll go forever. And then you can do this thousands of times. You could literally, you know, just cycle it over and over again, discharge, recharge over and over and over again. So there's going to be no problems with it. And this is the future batteries. Woohoo. Ready? So the, the idea is, is that this battery can be installed in basically anything in that it will recharge faster than what's already in my cell phone. Yeah, that's the what he's saying on TV and in his. Do tell, yeah. do tell. Yeah. So anyway, he's he's a, he was a he's got like a master's in computer science from Stanford, and his uh, there's this guy, Professor Fritz Prinz, yeah, Fritz Prinz, and uh, Tim Holm, and they both went to Stanford together. Uh, Fritz is a he was the teacher of this Tim Holm guy. And there's this another guy that went like went in on this for at the beginning. They kind of founded the company. Um. Then they have like a CFO. I only wrote this down because it's an interesting combination of companies that this guy has worked for. The CFO is this guy, Kevin Hetrich, and he's like worked for McKinsey and Company and Bain Capital, and they're not exactly good guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they were backed by uh, investors like pretty well. Uh, Volkswagen's into them for over 300 fucking million dollars. What the fuck? And they've, they've been down with this since 2012. So like two years into it they kind of started getting involved. It's not like they gave them 300 million. They just keep bankrolling it for, you know, keeping it going forward. The co-founder of Tesla was, is one of the backers, JB Strubel, Strowel. Can't pronounce that name. Um, guy from advanced auto parts and Bill Gates in a real weird obtuse way. We'll get into that too. <clears throat> God. So not wanting to just read this piece from this like short seller group. I decided to like actually look into QuantumScape. So I go to their website and I'm looking at some of their videos and some of it's just, you know, it's that, you know, there's just not telling you anything. They're just like, Hey, let's wave our hands. Check it out, man. This stuff is neat. It's going to have some smooth multimedia videos. And Big time. Soothing Soundtrack. Music. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not. So, the thing about it is it's like, it wasn't like super cheesy and the graphics weren't bad. That was the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, mm, ah, I see why people can get real into this. We're making the future. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't even that cheesy. Like it was actually, it seemed a little more grounded, which I was kind of like, well, this is a problem, you know, like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like it being, I like it, that it being more coherent was the problem. Yeah. Well, it, it had the smell, you know, anyway. So <laughs> I want, so what I did was if from their, if you go to their website at the bottom of their like multimedia tab and stuff, there's this thing called quantum scape colon solid state battery showcase it was streamed live on youtube or zoom or whatever uh december 8th 2020 so they this thing is basically an hour and 20 minutes long i only watched like the first 40 45 minutes it was basically the founder jaggy Singh talking um and kind of like play they played a couple of short pieces um and then they pass it off to this other guy these two experts who i found out later hilariously were basically just handed this PowerPoint like a day or two before they were expected to go in on this call and speak <laughs> as experts about this awesome. shit. Oh, so great. that's some dirty pool there. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is everything that I'm going to be saying here for the next little bit is basically coming from their video. And uh, these things aren't necessarily untrue. It's just that some of them definitely fucking are, you know, and it's like, oh, boy. The difficulty, one of their points is the difficulty has been the creation of a viable solid state separator because uh, the problem has been known for about 45 years, specifically concerning the problem of dendrite creation. 
Now, dendrite is a word that I'm going to try to say for the next hour or so as much as possible because I love the word. I'm going to name a band called the Dendrites. Gather around around the family, play the dendrite, dendrite drinking game. Dendrite. uh, Yes. Oh, you'll be dead, right? So, uh, when you maniacs, just count how many times CoinOp says this. (laughs) You don't do that. Um, (laughs) Please. (laughs) So, like, in a typical... Please don't die. You listen to our podcast and do, do not take any sort of uh, financial or legal advice from me specifically. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. Anyway, you can trust me say right off point ops. Not so much. No, don't trust him either. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't want that responsibility on you, bro. Yeah, that's fair. It'll be bad. So anyway, you're, you're you get your typical conventional battery and it contains an electrical electrolyte liquid for conductivity, kind of like, you know, water. You put a fucking how many movies you see where somebody gets in a pool and then somebody throws out like a cable in the pool. There's a whole episode of fucking like C lab 2021 that starts that way, you know? So anyway, it requires a pretty decent sized footprint. It doesn't hold a viable charge and it doesn't charge fast enough. Like, and this is talking about pr- trying to bring this to market in a uh, petroleum gas world. Um, it doesn't charge as fast enough as just like filling up a tank with gas. You know what I mean? You just put gas in the thing and it goes. Otherwise, sometimes you get a charge for a few hours or something like that. So anyway, this is where I drew my stupid picture of the batteries um, for no reason, because this is, you know, not a visual medium. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's weird about it is that like when they OK, so when they manufacture this battery that he's talking about, that Singh's talking about for QuantumScape, it's this it, it's not the, the anode isn't formed. It, there's nothing there. It's like the connector is touching the separator and then when you charge it it like pumps it up all right so sing says this increases energy density due to the smaller mass additionally he says this automatically solved the fast charge problem increase the life of the battery increases safety the solid state separator is non-flammable and non-combustible and it lowers cost because it eliminates the need for anode host material sounds good in theory you know it's like I we, we did all this stuff now the challenge of making solid state batteries is that it like, it needs rapid charge without dendrite formation drink. Number two needs to last the life of the vehicle. Three, the battery needs to operate across the entire automotive temperature range. Um, you know, like fucking Alaska all the way to Florida. Aesop James McGillicuddy. Come here. Come here. Come on. Don't be crying, dude. We just went outside. I just gave you water. I'm going to keep that in. Um, four, you must minimize how much excess lithium it has on the anode. Okay. The less material, the better. So this thing, I remember it looks like a piece of tinfoil, right? Like the entire battery looks like pop tart wrapper, crinkly foil. It's a pop tart wrapper. And you just said lithium. And so is this thing, would this thing be any, it would be more sustainable than gas? Cause you still have to like mine lithium out of the earth. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Um, oh, and it, we'll get into why also, because okay. like a, more of it has to do with the um, the the hoodly who in the middle, uh, the separator. Yeah. Anywho. OK. So at around like the 27 minute mark, um, Singh mentions track cycle performance with regards to, like, say, aggressively driving on a track as a race car might in order to, like, stress the battery. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, you know, there's a lot, all this information about that ever since they started doing like the E1 racing. Um, where it shows, 
they have all these tele, you know, like these uh, telemetry on everything that the car is doing. And you can see like when they hit the accelerator, it's charging. But when they hit the brake, you'll see this other bar go up where it's storing that energy. Yeah. So that's pretty cool shit. Yeah. Except the problem with this, this test where they're showing it is that they didn't use a production cell. They just claimed to simulate the stresses in a lab on one of their pouch cells. And oh, we'll get into wait, wait Yeah. This wait. isn't, they don't have a battery. They yeah, I was going to say, like, stuff. wait, so this is their demonstration, but it wasn't the actual product they were using. No, it was, it's one of like, you know, most of these things will have layers and layers of these cells. Like your average, like Tesla cell is like 50 to hundred of these things smashed real close together, but they're using a liquid. So it's not going to have some of the problems that we'll talk about later that are hilarious. Um, so the last 10 minutes of this, this, his bit on this are just like full of miracles, like low temp energy retention test with 80% retention at negative 30 degrees Celsius, which is bug fuck nuts. Okay. I don't. Okay. Stability at high temperatures with no catastrophic failure, etc. And then the first thing this dude from VW comes on and he congratulates like the company him and saying, and he says, he, but he congratulates them for being listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Now this <laughs> video okay. drops right before they become publicly traded. And this is one of the guys who really didn't get this information until like the day or two before. So he's just like, um, it's like, you know, you're doing a book report and you show up, but you didn't read the book. So you just try to bullshit real quick, <laughs> you know, for a minute to pad it out. So here, here's why, like, why are we talking about this? Why do I give a fuck? Why am I going to put this on a goddamn cyberpunk podcast? It's, it's because that there's like a pretty solid chance that this might be like, like a Theranos or Nicola level vaporware situation, you know? Oh boy. It's another bullshit startup. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, enter scorpion capital and uh i had hold some on, real fun hold, hold on what is their name scorpion capital that's this not just, re- that, i don't that's not real it's too it's too good it's too good uh, that's not real. <laughs> i mean well i well there, there was a i'm starting a, to accept crazy names a lot more lately when you know um we're in a we're to post soil like world, a guy bro. who well i mean yeah if the uh the guy who uh Saved a bunch of people. Well, saved a bunch of members of Congress. His name is Eugene Goodman. I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> so on the nose. Shout out. I mean, I'm coming to accept that we are probably living in some corny sci-fi novel uh, written by we really are someone. I else mean, I, I don't know. I just I hope it's like more Doug Adams than say like Clive uh, Barker. It's just <laughs> I'm, I think it's a combo of both though. So. Uh, but anyway, so so Andrew Scorpion Capital, they released this report on April 15th, 2021. And the title of it is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's QuantumScape, a pump and dump back scam by Silicon Valley celebrities that makes Theranos look like amateurs. Holy fuck. Man. I mean, <laughs> whip it the fuck out. Just like. Wow. I've read some oh academic God. reports and things before. I've never had one with yeah. that much sass in the title. It was just like, well, I'm intrigued. And this was what woke me up at 4.15 in the morning. You know? That's yeah. bloodthirsty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, man. So what they are is, what Scorpion Capital is, they're short sellers who actually hold a short position with QuantumScape, which means they bought a bunch of shares and sold them, and now they're waiting to get the payback. Um, so they have a vested interest in being concerned with this shit, um, especially when you consider that QuantumScape has a $15 billion market cap. I'm going to just 
NFT a picture of a turd. I mean, that's I don't know what the fuck is real anymore. But uh, anyway, so this is what we have to do to get rich. I think I don't know. It's got to be something. It's going to be Caligula levels of just. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be scars anyway. So the Kier Kalen is the Scorpion Capital founder. And then uh, they had this little video where he was on like CNBC or something like that. And he was actually kind of like, man, this guy's kind of a like they're both kind of dicks. And I kind of like the way they're dicks. <laughs> you know, the, the saying in this guy, like, I want to see them fight. Like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> like a Godzilla movie. Just put a big old cardboard city up and just give them some big old inflatable shit. And, like, oh. Okay, set the scene because you said uh, "sing" when you were describing to me uh, before. Is he sounds like John Ham? Yeah, he sounds like John Ham. Yeah, he, and he kind of looks like him. Like, he, but he's this like slender, like, like a marathon. He, I guess he ran marathons back in the day, so he's got this like real slender physique and stuff like that. And he, he's he's a Sikh, and he looks and sounds like John Ham, and it's like you, it's crazy. It's like one of those things where you're just like, wow, man. All right, I mean, you. are we <laughs> are we? Still, like a hundred percent sure that that's not actually John Hamm, dude. If this ends up being one of those, like, oh man, this would one be those... amazing. If this turned into a movie, yeah. and this was the whole point of this. I, I would, <laughs> bravo. If Adam McKay is not behind this, I'm fucking disappointed. <laughs> so, I mean, Kieran in his interview, he he's like, you know, quote, we have a substantial amount of risk and exposure related to this short. Right. And then this was the first question they asked him. They're like, how do we know that you're not just talking shit? And he's like, cause we got fucking money tied up in this. That's why. And this is what we found out. Cause we want to know what the fuck was happening with our money, which I get it. It's still a shit, you know, thing, mm-hmm. but like, whatever. So this, uh, I mean, I just love that title so much. So yeah, the, a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company is like a way to go public without actually having anything, but the reputation of management. That's incredible. So like, Hold on. That's, oh, that, I looked it up. Don't that look. fascinates my ass. Okay, yeah, that's incredible. From, from Wikipedia. <clears throat> According to the United States Security Exchange Commission, an SPAC is created specifically to pool funds in order to finance a merger or acquisition opportunity within a set time frame. That's important. The opportunity usually has yet to be identified. So you could be like... <laughs> Some motherfucker could be like, "Hey, I got this idea. We should, mer- we should get you should give me some capital, and we should merge to do it." You know what, bro? <laughs> you, you have a good PowerPoint. I'm going to do that. What are you making again? Fuck if I know. Oh man. <laughs> well, what I'd like I love to make so much. It's we live in that's... such a great country, guys. <laughs> oh, it gets better though. This this gets funnier as it goes down. So like the 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 SPAC, they were created in 1990 with the investment bank GKN securities. And then I was like, well, whatever happened to them? Well, they tanked in 1997 when the NASD ordered the firm and 29 brokers and supervisors to pay more than 2 million in fines and restitution for overcharging investors on eight newly minted stocks. Huh? I wonder Uh, how about that? Do you know what the stocks were? I don't know. I think one of them was to invent a unicorn and one was to like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like it's, it's all. And it probably would have died around then, but it still hung around a little bit until yeah. there was this really bonkers fucking uptick starting around 2014. Now I couldn't find any particular reason for this, but check out these numbers. Okay. In 2014, there was like $1.8 billion tied into uh, like across 12 SPAC IPOs. Uh-huh. All right. 2015, that number is 3.9 billion across 20. 
So there's like, okay, eight more of these. All right, whatever. And the money, but the money like more, like doubles, you know, like it goes bonkers up. Then it kind of goes down a bit in 2016. It's only three and a half billion across 13 of them. 2017, it's 10.1 billion across 34. 2018, it's 10.7 billion at 46. 2019, you get 13.6 billion at 59. And then in 2020, 83.3 billion across 248. You know why mm-hmm. that is? Because you make up shit. Because Sell the economy it. started over. You just described the time period. The economy started to tank. And yeah. Net, and because and how else? What's a better way to tie up money? Than, exactly. Without having to give it yeah, back. It's all to money like, taxes like This is the shit oh. they didn't teach me when I minored in business in school because I would have like, yeah, let's start a company. What do we make? I don't fucking know. But it's crazy between 2019 and 2020, there's like a yeah. fucking $70 billion jump on an increase of 189 of these SPEs. Because so we can't like, buy anything. So the only, it, we, right. as in like the general population, you, you know, right. we're not buying cars and shit. Right. So how do you make money as a company? You just con people, out. you con other companies and rich people and Saudi royals out of their goddamn yeah. cash because well, we, like all, all we're not these buying guys anything. Are doing, all these guys are doing is playing like financial chicken. That's yeah. it. Uh-huh. Instead of just like, I don't know, making sure the water's clean. No. Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> I don't want to get hung that. up on that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to get too hung up. It's just more about like, it provides a bit of context into where we're operating here. So like all that shit pops up and the Scorpion Capital Report hits. So this PowerPoint is straight up calling QuantumScape a scam in its title. And I'm over here like Ken Watanabe in Godzilla, like let them fight. Like, it's just like, wow, this is, it's so catty. I can't get over it. Anyway, so in part one, Scorpion lays out the argument for what they perceive is bad science from uh, QuantumScape. First of all, let's talk about QuantumScape as a name. (sighs) Sounds made up. (laughs) It's not a place. Uh, Anyway, it's a battery. (laughs) How about something? But oh, yeah, here's the other thing. The whole idea at the beginning of this, too, like the first QuantumScape battery idea was this. Oh, God, I wish I had written this down. That Fritz guy, the professor, really pitched this idea where it was going to be some sort of like electron battery or something i uh, i wish i'd written this down that's the one thing I, I i was like past it and i'm like i should go back and then i didn't um and it, it failed spectacularly like in the first year so they were able to recover a bit and show what they learned and that's how i think they got volkswagen involved i don't know but um anyway so they're they're looking at the bad science from from quantumscape and they talked to like nine former quantumscape r&d employees four leading solid state battery experts and two employees in Volkswagen's EV battery division should mention at this point, they're never named probably because like that was the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, from what I'm reading here, it doesn't, it doesn't feel phony. Like it feels like these guys are, they really got a hold of them and they yeah. play golf. And they probably signed some, some docs and they don't want to let for them. sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're X. So like, you know, there probably isn't any NDA shit. I don't know. Weird. So remember that thing about how like an SPAC is created specifically to pool funds mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, you know, anyway, there was, there was shortly after that uh, they went public back in uh, I think November last year, De- December mm-hmm. caused to believe that an early lockup was approaching. So Jagdeep Singh hit all the money shows like on all the cable networks and stuff in an effort to kind of build hype. And then around January 4th, after they took a hit, he started making the rounds again. Some, there was like only two trading days on December 31st, and then there's like the holiday weekend, and then January 4th, and the stock dropped like 50%. Mm-hmm. And this is after they went public, you know, so like they're kind of out there. Anyway, when grilled about this on CNBC, Singh played dumb. 
what appeared to have happened was that the lockup expired. So shareholders sold. And then Singh's on NBC saying that no lockups have expired, even though like this selling and relisting of stocks plays out exactly like mm. a lockup expiry. So, you know, it's just a matter of like, no, this chicken isn't, is, is not a chicken. It is a, it is a man, you know, like that <laughs> is kind there of a stuff. chance he actually didn't know, or is he just like straight up lying to our faces? I think he's full of shit. Okay. A little bit because it, it, it's, I it wasn't that way at first. Like it was like the further I got into this, the more I was like, mm, buddy, you know, like, yeah. Mm. So they've been around since 2010 and they were really, really quiet until like the SPAC happened. And now they're just like popping off, trying to hype their company while refusing to say much about the underlying tech. So on some level, I get it. You know, you have some proprietary tech that is revolutionary. You're going to want to protect that trade secret. However, if you've been valued at $15 billion, you're going to have to do better than fucking trust me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Singh also, when asked why journalists should have the confidence in the company's results without the benefit of independent findings, stressed that he's sharing as much of the data as he can to be transparent. But then he adds that QuantumScape isn't in the business of academic research. No yeah. offense, but we really uh. don't care what you think, he says. <laughs> This is the MIT okay. Technology Review, December eighth, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. Uh, so, in another article in Marker Medium on September twenty first, twenty twenty, a little bit before that, he's like, "I raised the subject of disclosure multiple times with Singh. The pointed he pointed me to QS's history. Disclosure, he suggested, reflects weakness. And I'm like, what the fuck does what? that even mean? Disclosure." Dude, did you invent literally every step of your fucking product? No, you borrowed some of it. So fuck you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. some of that shit existed. You're standing on the shoulders of giants. Ugh, fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, it should be noted that the EV battery field is littered with frauds and the biggest frauds usually have the backing of a major automaker. So like GM backed SACD3 with Nikola and are now owned by Dyson. Uh, CO was backed by Samsung, then acquired by Bosch. Hmm. And then, uh, you know, well, you got QuantumScape uh, as Volkswagen as a major backer. Imagine having so much money where it's like you could be like, you know, this is probably fake, but fuck it. Yeah. Like. Yeah, because like it's not going to kill us to give you three hundred million dollars. I mean, that's fair. But like I, I, I almost understand the reasoning because it's like. If they're right, they've revolutionized, like made a revolutionary technology. Sure. Right. No, and it's legit. Yeah. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Fucking prove it is all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So like, well, anyway, according to two members of Volkswagen's EV team, leadership has like Tesla envy and wants press releases. But engineers and experts are like highly skeptical of what Quantscape's doing. The leader quote, the leadership is desperate for wins in the aftermath of Dieselgate. Remember when they did that, when they just put that software on to kind of under report on their emissions so they could get, you know, float by, even though the shit wasn't anywhere close to that. Yeah. So they want some warming. They need some good PR on that. And uh, they wanted to show investors that they have an EV plan. So Volkswagen, an operational partner into QuantumScape for $300 million, states that there's a lack of transparency with them. So, So anyway, like... Regarding SAC D3 and GM and uh, Dyson, a solid state expert said there was no one in the battery like R&D community that did not think SAC D3 was a fraud and was not (laughs) angered by it. Wow. Everyone knew GM invested. And I think thanks to Vinod Kolsla, 
found a greater fool in Dyson to dump it on. They had a very, very, they had very, very small cells. They never really showed any performance data. It seemed to be a manufacturing process that would be expensive or impossible to scale up, and it never scaled. So this Vinod Kosla, he's tied to Bill Gates as like a friend and minor indirect investor in QuantumScape. Quote, an unusual number of his investments have made bold, you know, like QuantumScape-like claims of a breakthrough only to be exposed as frauds. Like this, this guy's got a history of this. He's done this with a bunch of companies. He was also involved in Singh, who founded a previous company called Infinera uh, in 2007. Kosla was the lead investor. Infinera is a zombie company that lost money almost every year since inception. Nearly $1 billion burned with the stock flat for a decade. Well, well that's suspicious as fuck. It soared briefly, similar to QuantumScape, but those who followed Kosla and Singh got crushed within five months when the lockup expired. What were they even making? Like literally nothing, literally nothing. So it was like, they were doing like, this was like a shell company for like mercenaries or something. So got something. It's Probably. a zombie. Yeah. It's a, whatever a zombie company is. It just sounds fucking interesting to me. You know, like it's just there, but they don't do anything. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just a place. It sounds it's a like place a, to put money. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. a shell company, but you know, yeah. you make it move sometimes. Yeah. And Scorpion Capital thinks that like QuantumScape is another pump and dump like Infinero was. So, like, you know, hold on, go back to this other guy. It's what what's his stake in all this? Does like is he just making money by making like base by investing in shit companies? Well, yeah, not all. I mean, some of them, but he's he's just got too much fucking money to play with because he has ties to Bill Gates, you said. So I'm like, what is this dude's like stake in? Is this just another fancy way of rich people just laundering money? Basically, it seems that way. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, back to that. I didn't dive too deeply into him because it was just mostly about like, well, this is how they tie Gates to this. But this guy does have this history. Like if you look him up, his last name's uh, K-H-O-S-L-A. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's not great. <laughs> he doesn't have a great batting average. Uh, you would not you would not be called up to the majors if, if you had his win loss ratio. But he has so, so much money. Uh, so fuck it. Like, yeah, I love yeah. that. He's just, <laughs> like, he's, just, he's like. A con man, like he's just like yeah, do this, do that. That much sometimes money. he gets a win, you know, like mm-hmm. it's weird. So, anyway, QuantumScape, like I said before, it was founded by two Stanford grads and their professor, Fritz Prinz. Their initial, oh, I did write this down. Here it is. This is the thing I was trying to remember earlier. Cool. Their initial ill fated plan was based on Prinz's concept of an all electron battery. I'm just gonna take a moment, let's think about how stupid that sounds. <laughs> X. Ex-employees and leading researchers interviewed indicate the notion violated the laws of physics. <laughs> That's how you know it's going to work. <laughs> Wait, it goes on. Was a crackpot idea and one of the reasons the company doesn't have the world's greatest reputation in battery space. Oh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> really now? When that line of research failed, you know, quantum state, they did the mass layoffs and they pivoted to solid, solid state batteries. Oh. Since since that pivot, oh quantum scape has made claims that they've solved problems that have stumped others for centuries. Oh, yeah. Which of what are those? problems? Um, yeah. Oh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Hit me with this it. Is, this is this is the big chunky list here. Mm-hmm. Uh, quantum scape is looking to replace the liquid electric light medium with a solid state ceramic inhibitor. Quote, a simple analogy explains one of the many reasons why no one has solved the challenge of solid state batteries except under highly artificial and manipulated conditions on tiny samples in a lab. Hold on. It's uh, e- tiny samples in a lab. 
That's the Quote, thing. <laughs> imagine a battery as a swimming pool with the anode at one end and cathode at the other. Lithium ions swim from the anode to the cathode during discharge in reverse direction when charged. Now, replace the water with a solid or ceramic material. Wait, I'm an idiot. Um, I know that doesn't work. That won't work for many reasons. Yeah. Well, yeah. How does one swim through a rock in the same manner as through a liquid? An employee of QuantumScape explained the problem. Nobel Prize winning work needs to be done. So, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, really? So well, this the, and here's here's the here's the list of problems with the showcase. This is this is a real run here. All right, so like the company seems to go to great lengths to conceal the capacity of its prototype cells, and that they are less than one third the capacity of a fucking hearing aid battery. Okay, we're sure we're talking an estimated two hundred milliamp hours. Okay, like two hundred mAh for one of these these things. So they're saying that they have all of this power in like a pill battery, basically. Yeah, that's almost exactly what they call it. Um, but that's not possible because no, it's it's better. Okay, an, I, an iPhone <laughs> 12 Max Pro battery is three thousand six hundred and eighty-seven mAh. Okay, a Duracell hearing aid battery is six hundred and fifty mAh. Like these things that they're touting is like a success is like two hundred. It's like functionally fucking useless for mm-hmm. everything. By so there's this, standards, yeah. There's this thing. I think it's like Joule.com, J O U L E. You know the electrical measurement that. There's this thing, it, it's cell press. It's just like kind of like a good faith article thing. It's like a standardized data reporting for batteries checklist that they have. Okay. And they warn against specific tricks prevalent in like their data presentations, such as misleading Y scales for key metrics. Now they don't call out QuantumScape. This is just a form you fill out. But like one of the things that QuantumScape does in their showcase is like, number nine on the list of don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) So like what they did was they're, they're presenting data using a zero to 100% Y axis. So zero at the bottom, hundred at the top. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it gives the impression of a straight line stability rather than setting the Y axis at like 95 to hundred. So you can see fine movements. It looks like it's just a straight fucking line right across the top. Mm. So we're and it doesn't look like any movement is happening. Unfortunately, someone zooms in on that shit like later and is just like, look at this shit. This is unstable (laughs) as fuck. You know, and I'm like, (laughs) because the difference between like 98 and 99 in a cycle, like if you lose 1% of your battery per cycle, you get 100 cycles, you get 100 charges. That's it. So, you know, it's something to think about. And they're trying to minimize that. And it's not happening. Experts also say that the 15 minute charge rate is fabricated. Compared to a chart that displays lithium ion charge rates versus the, you know, quantum scape fast charge rate, the QS data appears aspirational at best. I like that that's like the one they're going off of that they're touting like, hey, we get to charge this battery for 15 minutes. My cell phone, which I imagine is still like a standard battery because solid state isn't a thing yet, charges in about 15 minutes and holds a charge for multiple days. and. It's, it's like we have stuff we that's have, working pretty okay. I mean, it's yeah. shitty for the environment, and I imagine their battery is also shitty for the environment because when you said like they were going to replace place the liquid with a ceramic core, a divide the ceramic divider, it's kind of like well, one electrons don't pass through solids as usually they would a liquid. And what's and there's there's other problems. So like yeah. Uh, anyway, where was I? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah yeah yeah. QuantumScape was uh, showing to repeat data of a battery being able to discharge energy at over 100%, which is impossible unless you define the depth of a discharge as a 
like at a rate below of what the cell is capable of. So say the also, thing can hold like a hundred, uh-huh. you only set your fucking chart to 50. So if yeah. you show you hitting that 50 and also, what, you just claim that that's your, your capacity. Also, if it <sighs> discharges at a hundred percent, wouldn't that like just drain the battery or explode like all at once? Which is not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a hundred percent is your, that's the number. That's, the whole that's what you use to say whole, you know what I mean? Like 102%. Yeah. These, there are lines that are like going above it and above it and above it. And it's like, mm, you're kind of full of shit unless like your thing holds, you know, a well, hundred. Coin out, coin out, coin out. You know, you, you have to remember that these guys don't want to be held back by academic limitations. You know, <laughs> gotta move, move fast, break stuff. Uh, so <laughs> does not obey the laws of physics. Yeah, listen, yeah. That, listen, that's... science, science is just a human construct. Okay, we can actually do whatever we want, just so long as we put our minds to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just wishing makes it so. Yeah. Listen, listen Ugh. to the fine song "Flyontology" by LP, and that's yeah. just the soundtrack to this entire episode. <laughs> so anyway, like, there's a former employee, and he applies fraud on a chart showing the QuantumScape cells operating at well, like really well at low temperatures. <laughs> okay. and, no, and, oh, wait, I'm fascinated. No, please tell me how this works in below in below freezing temperatures. Well, I'll, I'll I'll get to that in a moment because there's I gotta I gotta get I got we'll circle back around okay because there's like this there's so much <laughs> there's so much and like I'm just this is just like fucking table of contents like you know what I mean like I I do kind of when I circle back I'm gonna get a little bit more into a couple of these things because it's just there's enough there's so much in this fucking article I didn't want to go through all of it but like I did most of it so anyway here's another thing that they haven't quite fucking worked out yet dendrites drink um they haven't solved them. No one has. What are what are dendrites? Dendrites are amazing. Uh, so you, when you're, they're they're just there to fuck you up. Like they, it, what it is is you you have this lithium, and when lithium heats up, it starts to break down, and that's how you send your shit right. Eventually, if there's a constant current on them, they form like a fungus, and then they get to that barrier, and then they punch through the barrier. And if they touch from like the cathode side to the anode side, they can rupture they can explode they can catch on fire but they definitely short out because you don't want to you know have your plus and minus touch yeah. uh, so anyway <laughs> the quantum scape showcase also uses inconsistent cell types sizes temperatures and charge rates to address the various criteria a battery needs to meet so like you need this battery to do all of this shit but they're just going to use the five batteries that work to show you that they could get it to happen one time in a lab yeah. So Quamscape a- also, they're also real good at omitting key info in addition to using different prototypes rather than a single cell. Yeah. Oh, so a number of solid state battery experts have questioned whether Quantumscape's battery is even solid state. You ready for this? Ooh. This is this is so good. A key diagram includes a mystery component labeled catholite. Remember that? What which what is catholite? Well, no one really knows, but experts deduce to be a liquid that comprises the bulk of the cell. Sounds, so, so, that sounds, sounds like hmm, that sounds like unobtainium lipids to me, right there. Yeah, yeah, a little little yeah. unobtainium. It, it's bullshitarium. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so solid state would need about like twenty atmospheres. This is how they found it out because they're the atmosphere pressure. Uh, atmospheric pressure within the battery is like three point four atmospheres, right? So solid state would need about 20 atmospheres of pressure to ensure contact between the electrolyte 
and the lithium metal. But quantum state cells are rated at like 3.4 atmospheres. Yeah. So like you need it to like press. And, you know, this is like a balloon's worth. <laughs> like you could do this with your lungs. That sounds dangerous also to have that. Like, let's say this is real. That sounds dangerous as fuck to have that much pressure in like a container. And that's yeah. a and, so the, and here's the other thing, like, OK, so liquid can flow, right? Mm-hmm. If there's any air gaps with this, it will cripple the battery performance. Like it just utter pop because it, it needs to you need to be pressing these things. You need to be pinching them between your fucking fingers the whole time for them to work. That's the kind <laughs> of pressure you need. Yeah. OK, so the solid state separators just too dummy thick. <laughs> Apparently, QuantumScape's <laughs> SEC filings indicate a vague allusion to unsolved separator thickness as a risk, but otherwise minimize this problem like everywhere else. So um, the lack of a thickness measurement is damning also in this report. The lab samples are from this is from like an ex-employee. They're like the lab samples are so brittle, they break with manual handling. Just Holy touch, shit. Just mm. grabbing them. And of the 300 cells a day they would make, only a few would be OK to test. Oh God. Um, so, and, and also, you know, Volkswagen, you know, they're into these chumps for like a shit ton of money. So, you know, they're internally skeptical, but QuantumScape touts Volkswagen's involvement as part of their hype. Like everywhere he goes, he's like, oh, see, you know, Volkswagen gave us a fuck ton of sure. money. He's a proper well, CEO. That's what CEOs do. It's all they're good for. Right. They're their biggest investor to too. call themselves Volkswagen because of us. Fucking right. God. Oh, um. But anyway, so like Volkswagen is their biggest investor. And then you get Singh going all over the place being like, see, Volkswagen, see, well, our science is good. See, Volkswagen wouldn't fucking be dumb enough to <laughs> <God>. <laughs> give us $300 million. Ugh. But meanwhile, the Volkswagen press releases have been seemingly like backing away from concrete claims as to whom or as to when quantum states escapes batteries will be installed in VW vehicles. So like. Singh has claimed that VW has seen the data and they've seen that it works. And then VW employees claim that they've seen very little at all. Quote, there is nothing real that we have seen on the table and investigated deeper and analyzed on our side in specific detail. We're getting it from QS's side. The data, facts, and figures are aggregated on a level which seems perfectly nice. Perfectly nice. Perfectly nice. Wow. Ooh, talk about damning praise. Love it. <laughs> Claws out. Wow. Imagine, um, if the, imagine if this happened like a few like like a few decades earlier when there was like less regulations than there are now, and they managed to like put this in a vehicle and they just like like that car they like like this one factory made that like had motors and like all four wheels. Mm-hmm. But like it would be like that where we like just rolled down a hill and record it. Yeah, see it oh, works. Yeah. Like yeah. then, then it burst it immediately burst into flames because the battery was put <laughs> under like something touched it in the engine and it just exploded because yeah. because it's a, it's made of like bullshit arium and like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's just a it's just a fucking frame you know yeah exactly that's the, what this is, is a like, better bomb than... oh it's <laughs> probably oh god well, don't don't give me any ideas oh god and that's that that's like a huge part of it is that like. Basically, QuantumScape isn't sharing a lab with VW, its biggest investor. Like, there's mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't have anybody coming in from VW other than on like these curated tours, I guess, if they do yeah. that at and all. They would be and like, folks, you, would, you would think that there would be like, yeah, let's use, yeah, like you would want to use Volkswagen's laboratories. Like, I imagine right. they're yeah. these, the, some of the best in the world. Like, if yeah. you, like, so I would, I would, if I was Volkswagen, I would immediately be suspicious, but they're like, no, we got our, we got our own. And please don't oh. please don't come in when the lights on. And uh, oh, it's 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 even better. Like uh, 
well, we'll, we'll get to this because it's okay. it's funny. It's <laughs> so much shades thrown around in this. Yeah. So VW doesn't even know the chemistry of the cell at all. Cool. Like they also don't know how the solid state tech behaves in extreme temperatures, in crash situations, <sighs> over time, etc. Like we're not even there. You know what I mean? And this Volkswagen employee said, "Quote: It's easy to have a battery perform well in a laboratory and meet the specs and to show feasibility, but come to industrialization, that's another story. Mm-hmm. The battery business is just like that. It's easy to demonstrate, but it's very difficult for industrialization." So, you know, and VW also does not possess a cell that could be used in their cars. They don't even know how, like, QS intends to fill this requirement. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they, they've given them nothing to use. And just like, let's see if we can move this, you know, Jetta around. It's like nothing. Singh, he's going around claiming that VW is all in. And then VW is like, they seem noncommittal, indicating any orders would be at least a decade away. And besides... They're evaluating other solid state developers as well as seeing if solid state is even viable at all. Like they could, they could cut like and run at any time pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just, so anyway, so science stuff. Um, Dendrites. Scientists have been trying to make batteries with solid lithium metal since the 1800s, but failed because lithium quickly develops dendrites, which are metallic growths that resemble fungus. If they grow and connect the cathode to the anode, the battery could short leak and or explode. Singh claimed to have solved this problem. 6X employees imply this is false, made up, or, quote, total bullshit. The lab test. What? How would you you fix this problem then? Because if you have a solid chunk of lithium and just like slap it into a battery, it... We'll get into it. What kind of casing would you have to like? Yeah. Okay. There's a couple of tricks to make it look like it's all good. Um, (laughs) Turns out. I'm glad nothing's changed since the 19th century of like flim flammery and bullshit. No, no. No. Dude, Edison had a warning about this shit. Edison was a piece of shit, but yeah. Yes, he was. He was also the con, a con man. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, So anyway, a lab test to prove dendrite resistance doesn't even use a real battery cell, but a single layer prototype that has two anode layers, which by definition isn't a fucking battery. You, you can't have that. Like you need a cathode and an anode or else you have two negative ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not yeah. a battery that yeah. it's a conductor. <laughs> That's all it is. So anyway, Quantumscape used a, and this is, this is the trick. They used a pulse test, which is a trick to make it look like dendrites aren't forming. Unlike a continuous voltage test, the pulse gives the lithium a chance to smooth out after it cools. Now, that's the thing. The dendrites form when the lithium warms up. So it's kind of like a, like an MRI. Like uh, Apparently, the way an MRI works is it lines up your atoms when it's turning on. And then as your atoms like rotate back into place, I guess, that's how they track what's going on in your body. And it doesn't hurt you. It's just moving yeah. the water around. Yeah. And this is kind of a similar effect. When you apply a current to the, this, it gets these little teeny tiny fucking metal boners that just turn into a, like a <laughs> fucking syphilis. And it's just really weird. And it just, they, they kind of bubble up and it's a slower process. Like it usually, it might take anywhere from like an hour or two to happen, but it'll happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the pulse test is bullshit because what it does is, you know, it applies the heat, the dendrites might start to form, then they turn the pulse off and then they smooth back out again. It's kind of like your hair standing up on your arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, but the static and the no static static and the no static. Mm. And um, so this is not a practical way for a battery to behave in the real world applications. 
By pulsing, all they're doing is reversing the current when dendrites begin to reform, you know? So uh, also they ran uh, their dendrites tested 45 degrees Celsius, which is like 113 degrees Fahrenheit. Unlike other tests that Mm -hmm. use 30 degrees Celsius, which is like, you know, 86 degrees, like room temp, you know, like kind of like a hot summer day. Um, And then uh, also quantum scape hid the size of the lab sample for the dendrites test and used a not industry accepted format, which is something that's a little beyond me. So, but there it is. Uh, Dendrite risk grows with surface area. So a single layer coin size cell isn't going to react the same way a real EV battery with 200,000 layers will. We're talking like fucking multiple, like thousands of football fields of surface area. Considering how thin these are and how tightly they're packed. Um, Ex-employees indicate 1% of the obstacle in testing uh, is testing a dendrite resistant material, which others have done and isn't difficult. But 99% is manufacturing it at scale where QS has shown nothing and where companies flop because like they're not making a little coin here. And also like the other thing, we'll get into the the production of the the ceramic thing. They would have to produce like an endless sheet of it without even a single fucking speck of dust on it for this to be like used. Yeah. We're not that technologically advanced yet. There's probably a place, but I mean, we're talking like a role. You know what I mean? But if you're going to make something for like mass production, like cars and shit, that's not possible. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Uh, so, okay, th- about that low temp stuff. Okay, QuantumScape claims good low temp operation, but they charged their cell at 86 degrees Fahrenheit and then only discharged it at negative 30 degrees Celsius. Hmm. So not good if you need uh, it uh, to move like lithium both ways. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're trying to charge in the cold. Yeah, yeah. All they did was like demonstrate. All they did was turn their bullshit into a circuit and then demonstrate like, see, it's a battery. It just ran power through it. And that was it. <laughs> Kind of, that's, yeah. That's what you're. That that's what you're describing. And, well, they get it gets worse because one of the former employees is like, "Yo, man, they couldn't even get this shit to operate below seventy five degrees Celsius, which is <laughs> like one hundred and sixty seven degrees Fahrenheit. That's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that would, uh, th- yeah." So, yeah, this and also another one was just like, "Yo, this low temp thing seems like a pretty sudden solve." When as recently as a year ago, they were nowhere near it. So. Yeah. This isn't passing the smell test. And this just, this fucking goes on and on for just like one detail, you know, like just blah, 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 blah. Um, Now, this is at the point where I was like, I'm running out of time. I need to kind of start condensing some of this shit a bit. And a lot of these are just going to be kind of like statements that, you know, were made by people variously throughout, unless like otherwise indicated. Uh, The 15 minute fast charge damages the battery and the test was performed on a cell with very little capacity. Like I said, it was at 200 milliamp. You know, it's just mm-hmm. nothing. Given the claim that um, QuantumScape cells are good for hundreds or thousands of charges, it doesn't look good. They compare themselves, and this is what this is a fault. Uh, QuantumScape compares themselves to current gen and still fall short. Next gen companies like Sela Nanotechnologies have achieved five to fifteen minute charges using a silicon anode. It's like these guys are really into this lithium, huh? Yeah. Ah, who has lithium anyway? Wait, what? Um, what? Well, no, it's just like if you can use fucking silicon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you, just sad. You ever been to a beach? Yeah. God damn it, it's everywhere. Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be actually be weirdly more sustainable than yeah. like fucking fucking having like slave miners like dig up lithium somewhere oh, yeah. like because yeah. that's usually what these industries look like they destroy the environment so it's almost like they have a stake in the lithium industry but yeah 
Well, I mean, you know, there, there's got to be something there. Like, I don't, there, I didn't fucking look up anything like that. And to be honest, I just had mm-hmm. the idea at the, in the moment. I was like, huh, weird. That's you're like really sticking to your guns on this. I mean, um, that makes more sense than just whatever the fuck they're saying with ceramic. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so, and, and then they're, you know, generally speaking, long battery life doesn't even seem realistic for them. They like, well, they're, they're continually hiding actual cell capacity on various charts. Uh, they're rather showing a percentage of discharge than the actual number. So like, you know, your battery has a capacity of 200 milliamp. It seems right. like they're hiding everything, honestly. Yeah. Well, using a percentage is anything, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent full. Well, it, what's a hundred percent for you? 40? Yeah. Milliamps? So it's like, even if they did manage, a thousand. Yeah. Cause it's like, even if they did manage to like actually take their I bullshit mean, secret formula and make a battery, it's probably garbage. Dude, and they just I am, won't say it. <laughs> I am neither a fucking material scientist or an electrician or a mathematical expert by any stretch of the imagination. But even I could like grok that really you're going to use percentages when we actually need data, you know, like uh, the the percentages is what I tell you when I like report it, you give me the raw crap. You know what I mean? Like you need need the context to put the percentages up against. And it just seems like, I don't know. They, I don't know how people can fall for this kind of thing. Although, yeah, we've uh, it's wrapped it's wrapped yeah. in a lot of packaging. Yeah, you know? yeah. like there's some of this. The, the, you got to know what the bullshit is to begin with. And like, I wouldn't have if I had just watched that fucking video and not read this like PowerPoint. I'd be like, man, it's confusing. Yeah. It still is, but it's more like a, I understand the direction it's coming from now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, eh, well, this is typical fuckery. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is how you con Saudi royals out of their money. And uh, to <laughs> or anybody, dude, it's not company. even just them. It's not even just them. These are like mostly fucking like oh, man. gates and stuff. That's a, I mean, I mean, it's Bill Gates Wall throw, Street. It's yeah. not even mm-hmm. over there. Like this yeah, stuff is just local fucking just, trying to oh, keep it man. from going that way. Like, uh, but anyway, so then there's a lack of I got to I don't know how to pronounce this word. Cool. Coulombic. All right. I think it's I said perfect. A lack of coulombic efficiency stats, which is related to battery life cycle. So like if you lose 1%, like I was saying before, you lose 1% per cycle, your battery can't last more than 100 cycles. It's kind of fucking important to know. You know what I mean? Like how many cycles your battery has. And these guys are going around saying that you can get like 240,000 miles driving out of it. And like you can get 8,000 cycles or 2,000 cycles or whatever. It's not good. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, you, you're not going to be able to do that. Mm-mm. Sorry. Um, and almost all of the data... QuantumScape is shown is for a single layer cell, which experts dismiss as irrelevant as EV batteries have 3000 packs, each with 100 plus layer cells. You know what I mean? Plans for one story stacks mean little for hundred story skyscrapers. That's for, yeah, that that's fair. And then for reference, the, the QuantumScape cells are either like, and again, wafer fucking thin, but 70 by 85 millimeters or 30 by 30 millimeters. And they're, and they're using them interchangeably, like throughout these charts and stuff, combining stats and stuff. It's real shady. Yeah. So this is the part that fucks them. Like, <laughs> there's just, <laughs> that, like, there's no way around this that's practical. And I mean, given everything else, like, never mind scaling this. Never mind it, because like this is a problem that they just cannot fix. Remember how I said when they made their little battery, it didn't have an anode, yeah. but that anode would fill up with like lithium charge as it like was charged. Yeah. Well, it turns out the cell expands in volume by forty fucking percent when charged. 
Hmm. Now, how do you package it? Quote, imagine you're trying to sell this battery to Apple. We want you to put it in your phone, but when you charge the phone, the battery is going to get 40% thicker. Yeah, I was like, wait, so the battery gets bigger when a charge passes through it? Physically. It inflates? It inflates. Like a balloon? (laughs) Yeah. So you have this, I imagine a cell phone, like with some sort of cancerous fucking growth on the side of it. So every time you charge it up, it's like, oh, "Oh, the charging tumor is full. Uh, We're back to the old, like brick phones and shit you know like uh, yeah like you would have to compensate space in the casing for a balloon they're cronenberging a phone yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so what I, it is <laughs> but now, now now think about this okay so one of these little wafers gets 40 percent thicker when you charge it yeah now stack that with 50 more Jeez. that's an exponential oh just God. like <laughs> <"Bloop."> <laughs> then it would work then if you, you should pack a thousand of those into into something it's going to be a battery that surpasses Metal Gear, and then maybe <laughs> we could charge a car with it. It's going to be the size of a skyscraper, but guys, listen. Listen to me. I uh, uh, Fucking cocaine's kicking, but listen to me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> it's a battery. It's going to be the size of the fucking Eiffel Tower, but we're going to charge this goddamn Volkswagen bug. What's that? In, a, in an actual electric car, it would expand by, like, a foot. So <laughs> Wow. wow. That's wow. awesome. This is great. I love that. And oh, even better, this contraction expansion shatters the ceramic separators eventually. Just... <laughs> I mean, they're barely producing functional test cells and then they're cherry picking data on top of it all. So, like, so QuantumScape, this is the best. QuantumScape needs, this is this put me down a little tiny rabbit hole. Um, it needs a 10 micron separator for the batteries, which has thus far been impossible. If it's too thick, it negates the entire reason for a solid state battery. And if it's too thin, dendrites. So like, yeah, dendrites will just punch a hole right through these little fucking things. So let's say this was a scam from the beginning, right? This was like, hey, guys, we're going to just make some bullshit. And I'm like, okay, so you couldn't come up with something better. Because again, I told you, I'm an idiot. But even I know that ceramic, a Mm. ceramic core is not going to fucking work. Well, like ceramics really good at a bunch of stuff. Like sure. it's sturdy. It's like, it doesn't transfer fucking heat. You know, like it, it can do a ton of things like the, the bottom of, of the space shuttle was made of these ceramic fucking things you could heat these things white hot and hold them in your bare hands. So like they sound good. Ceramic is very interesting as a sub. Well, they don't know what the fuck it's made out of. Yeah. Like they need something like <clears throat> this. And what they might be using is this compound called LLZO which is, it's like a garnet metal where they like infuse lithium. Well, basically LLZO is lithium, lanthanum or lanthanum, God damn it, zirconium and oxide. It's extremely difficult to synthesize and ensure like an even distribution of like the lithium. Mm-hmm. Mm. And even if, even at the scale, like quantum scapes working at, because you need to, they have this thing. It's like not even a fucking furnace. What do they call it? It's like, it's this like insane uh, word. I had it written down. I know mm-hmm. I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, like hotter. It's on the tip of my crucible. fucking tongue. Hotter. Like it's something like 7,200 Fahrenheit or something. Gigaforge. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like stupid. <laughs> or, or like 2,800. It's like it's a stupid temperature that's really hard to get, maintain, and keep even. And then make this thing with no dust or imperfections at an even pour. Yeah, it's like, exactly. all right. I once worked also, on it. Yeah, it's not possible. No. And, it, and regardless, like when they did use this shit, dendrite still broke through. So also it's heavier than any like computer than some of the competing solid electrolyte materials, you know, um, and it's crazy expensive. Yeah. So 
anyway, they, we're, I think we're winding up here. This, this is about a, this is about like where we get into the discussion portion of this crap. So the problem of fraud in the battery world has been going on, like I said, since Edison. Most recently, Nikola Motors just tanked out like last year. Um, a root cause of this fraud is like this reliance on small prototype pouch cells in lieu of evidence. So like nobody's showing up with a fucking 10 pound battery. Everybody's showing up with like, check out this hootie who. Check out this pop tart wrapper. I yeah. Found. Yeah. This pop tart wrapper. So, and then uh, to close, uh, here's a fun fact. SPACs are free to promote absurd financial projections and timelines that are illegal in a typical IPO. The current SPAC mania is partly fueled by insiders exploiting this loophole to lure retail investors, setting them up as bag holders for the pump and dump. And when the lockup expires, they cash the fuck in. Wait, what? Wait, why? Why? Because it does. Because an SPAC doesn't have to make anything. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't oh, have to. And you know, looking at their charts, there was Capitalism, this one where it's like, baby. It was like, it was like they, they said like twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six. They were going to be like a, oh, we're going to be worth this much, and then like it's an exponential jump in their projection for the next year. Like, oh, this is just like that oil speculation shit that like crushed us and the housing speculation that crushes. It's mm-hmm. the idea of speculating and hoping mm-hmm. and betting. And then the next one's water. Instead of trying to like solve oh, a fucking problem, you know what yeah. I mean? Like this mm-hmm. isn't a problem that needs to be solved at this scale with a billion fucking dollars. But like, say, I don't know, Flint, Michigan's water still needs fixed. Yeah. Can we yeah. shuttle that money over there and do that instead of trying to make an incrementally useless battery? But what are the returns on what are the returns on uh, fixing Flint's water? Dude, what I think it's money, like what are the percentages that we're seeing that? Yeah. What money is going to be get back? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to benefit? Is it just, oh, you mean, you mean people are going to like live and survive and have a life? Get the fuck out. Yeah. No, fucking yeah, monsters. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, go, go buy another hundred thousand dollar watch or some shit. Like, hey, just get the fuck out of my face. Like this. Mm. But that's, that's the other thing about it. Like I only named a few of the companies. There's dozens of these shoots and they're all selling some kind of variation on vapor where some of them, some of, and, and the thing about it is the real bitch of it is like a lot of people will be hired into this that are legitimate scientists. So you're going to have to go through this stuff and just run over the coals and yelled at by fucking investors instead of doing the research that they really wanted to do in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see this stuff as much as a, a, in an impediment, you know, upon like society not devolving into a fuck because that's all it is. It's you're withholding resources to make a fucking non-functional meltdown wafer. Like how it's a waste. It's a massive waste of talent. It's yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. You know, and it, and the fact that this dude is like backing it up and doubling down and tripling down on it. And like, what is your gig? Cause like your yeah, previous what? job. I didn't... mean, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just like, I know that this is uh, a miss a misquote, but there's always that whole um, that quote. Uh, the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I mean, this is I, it applies here. I think. Yeah, but to like to apply that, I don't think they actually believe believe it. That's the thing, right? Like, yeah. I don't think they're yeah actually believing that yeah we're going to make this thing finally it's not that i don't i think the 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 literal scam from the beginning was that it, we're going to literally just make a bullshit thing yeah. well I, and yeah and that's uh, 
maybe that's the most cyberpunk thing about this is that is the blatant reality manipulation or manipulation yeah. of people's perception of reality. It's yeah. in a really frustrating way too. It's incredible. It's like politicians are the only one who do this. It's yeah. It, it's like it's almost reassuring in this way that like nothing has literally changed because I read stories about like people who did this in like the 1700s all the way yeah. up until like the 1900s. Well, that's where it's like literally nothing has changed. It's literally people yeah. scamming people out of other things, and well, like yeah. we just got better at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's just capitalism for you. It's yeah. I mean, who do you think is at? At the top of the food chain, other than con men and, you know, otherwise and criminals, you know, money laundering criminals. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's just how it is. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's why nothing gets fixed. Yeah, (laughs) that's literally why nothing gets fixed. There's no return. Why would I? Yeah, there's no return on it on on being nice. Yeah. So I so coin ops just had a power surge. Yep. He'll be back in a couple minutes. Dang. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everything's everything's going great. I think the uh, I think the uh, pa- I think the company we're talking about. Yeah, man, is uh, <laughs> caught up to him. Okay, here's hoping. Now you get but... to hear our melodious voices. Yeah, yeah. We'll just be shooting the shit from. I mean, ugh, it's just it's mind boggling to me. Like, Incredible. Uh, that's the thing. It's like they don't teach you, they don't teach you about this when you're like learning it in school about like you have like hey you know you could just make a fucking shell company and I'm like really the biggest about it now. it's like why why you should well, teach the biggest us how to tragedy make a shell the biggest tragedy out of all of this is that there is likely a way for for a person there is there are probably patents to make better batteries out there it's just that we will never get to see them because they were bought by the oil companies because. Free energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, who does that benefit? God. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Like, it, it's we can't. We're not allowed to have utopian ideas as long as like money yeah. is still a fucking thing. I think yeah. like we need an apocalypse, and then whoever's left is gonna be like, yeah, never again. And then we get to have like the utopian idea because it's kind of like money. I said it before. I hate money. Yeah, because <laughs> it ruins literally everything. <laughs> it really does. It really. Does. It like it like it's. Not like I like not you should pay people for doing work like people need money to live. That's why the only reason you should pay people a living wage is because they need that money to eat. Yeah. And I don't want people to fucking starve. Oh, yeah. I mean, we are technical, technologically capable to have like a 15 hour work week, I think, for, you know, every Mm -hmm. adult citizen in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But. We and God knows how that could translate across the world too, but um, but yeah, I mean, as long as these inequities are still uh, yep, foisted mm-hmm. on us, then you know, you know it's mean, like money isn't once it's like. M- <sighs> We're at a point in history now, like more so, I think now than ever, where like people are understanding that money isn't fucking real. Yeah, because it's like 
fucking Trump pulled like a trillion dollars out of his ass to bail out a bunch of companies during yep, the start of the yep, plague. Yep. And it did nothing. It immediately tanked like the next day. <laughs> it was just whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. But it's like that was supposed to be helpful, like direct stimulus to the economy for all these fucking banks and did nothing. And I'm like, yeah, where the fuck did you come up with that money? And then, you know, the stimulus packages and whatnot, which, <laughs> you know, keep them coming. I'm down for universal basic income just because I like feeling financially secure. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I don't care where the money comes from because it's literally just an algorithm at this point. It's literally just numbers in my fucking yeah. phone. That's all it yeah. is. Like you could have done this. You should. The government could have just injected 12K into my account at any time. And it's not, <laughs> as, it's not as though like we're getting paid what we deserve anyways. I mean. Oh, no, no. All, all like, I ask for is just enough money to live and. Yeah, that's it. Like maybe a little extra so I can. Buy some video games here and there. I mean, that's yeah. that's all I really need. I think. You remember, remember that time when everyone was getting the, where where like, I'm, I mean, it still is, but like you had these old fucks like just saying it's like you should stop buying coffee out and you'll save a lot more money. And I'm like, yeah, hey, hey, welcome back. That was yeah. awesome. What happened? <laughs> it like just every we got a power surge, but nothing else shut off but the fucking computer. So, oh, they're on to you. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, uh, so let me write we fucking shouldn't... corporate espionage going on right here. <laughs> they don't, they don't want the people to know. That's what I'm going with. That's, they don't want people to know about quantum scale. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something along those lines. And cut. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God! That, so yeah, sorry about that, listeners. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a funny sound effect in there where my computer took a dump on me. Um, yeah, it was just that's all right. We just ranted. For yeah, maybe I just won't be there for that. Maybe I'll leave it in. I'll listen to it. Who knows? I don't even know what yeah, the time right. signature on that is. What do you guys have a clock at the top? Hell oh no. fuck yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, no, I wasn't looking at it. We do have one. But yeah, I mine wasn't. reset. I don't know. It's. I'll yeah, figure it out. Uh, anyway. It was probably five, ten minutes ago. Yeah. But, I, yeah. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. There. <laughs> this is this, this project. Yeah, is, this is why uh, why we need to uh, invest more into QuantumScape. Oh, guess, yeah, man. Something. Yeah, that's what it is. I need yeah. to get me some what of them. What are you going to do when the. Uh... <laughs> I need some of them battery backups from QuantumScape. To, uh, to help mm-hmm. with the power surge is holy balls. Anyway, yeah, they're onto us. <laughs> consume, consume, reproduce, buy, consume. They're onto us, guys. Gotta, gotta hack into the mainframe. It, it only guys. took. Gotta, gotta hack into QuantumScape's mainframe. <laughs> we need to get a. Where the hell is uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my god, those three idiots. Zero cool. Who is it? Zero cool. No. Zero. All right. All right. Or the lone gunman. No. The lone gunman. Hell yeah. Was, <laughs> that's my wheel. That's my wheel. I was thinking of the three dudes from uh, uh, fucking Death Machine. Um, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Do they even have a name? I don't think they uh, oh, I mean, the, humanity. In, yeah, independently, yeah, there's like, what, Raimi and. Uh, yeah. And Waitani. Raimi and. Utani. Utani. Yeah. Utani. Uh, Utani. Utani. We need Utani. Utani. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> Let's give him a big gun. Yeah. Let him smoke a joint. He'll be fine. Um. Anyway, so join. Yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, that's uh, that's the episode for this week. Um, <laughs> we're so good at this, guys. This is great. 
Oh, I love Holy it. shit. I think oh, that man. that was a sign. I don't know what else would be. So yeah, check us out. Um, go to neondystopia.com. Uh, we're, I got an open call for submissions. I need some cyberpunk nonfiction. Hit us up. Get us some words on yeah, the paper. Yeah, yeah. If you guys are interested in writing for neon dystopia, you know, we're, we're still looking for writers and we, we do yes, pay. Yeah. There's a submission um, thing and it, it's really good. Also, uh, check us out on, uh, the, the, the Twitter and, and Facebook and whatnot. Uh, L zero W L one F three T H E. Uh, is our at on Twitter. That'll be me. You know, hit me up, whatever. I you know, read, yeah. read about rechargeable fucking batteries all day. Um, <laughs> we also got a could, uh, Twitter for, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, we, we have a Twitter you can hit me up on. Twitter's at Neon Dystopia. We also have a Patreon if you want more power outages and wonderful content. It's uh, patreon.com slash Neon Dystopia. Mm-hmm. You can uh, give us just a dollar a month. Can keep this keep this gravy train oh, yeah. rolling, and we <laughs> eventually someday we too can make a shell shadowy shell company that makes nothing. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's the that's the what, move, what, guys. What will our product be, guys? I think it's uh, gonna be a unicorn. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yes, it is. Actually, I was gonna. Yeah, it's gonna I mean, I can't think of anything less not. impossible. So, I mean. Yeah, it's. I mean, with gene- I mean, with genetic engineering the way it is, we probably could That's with true. enough researchers and enough like protein packets. It's like part anyway. horse, part narwhal. <laughs> oh god! D- just, oh god! The chimeras are coming. Um, and our next, <laughs> our next but yeah, I know. Our next yeah, yeah, hit us. Hit we'll us be- up on Patreon so we can make those dreams come true. And you know, don't don't give us a buck if it's your last dollar, but uh, a dollar is good. Yeah, yeah please, no. it's uh, a buck is good. And uh, yeah, we love you. Thanks for listening. This is uh, still a lot of fun in spite of technical difficulties. Um, I, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it might be even more fun because of the te- technical difficulties. Yeah, but seriously. Yeah, no, it's keeps us on. Our I got you know, yeah, yeah. My, my whole philosophy is just roll with it. So uh, I think we've only had to re-record one entire episode because of utter catastrophic miscalculations on my part but <laughs> this time it was legit not my fault it was more you know it was like a like a donnie darko moment or some shit where it was just like Mer. yeah yeah just yeah like, that's what it was <laughs> a jet engine fell into my house <laughs> so, we keep recording yeah when that happens that's gonna be the one where we're like yeah, fuck yeah, it, keep, keep going. going yeah yeah <laughs> what was that oh well a creator uh <laughs> Cool. Anyway, anyway. so t- take care of yourselves. Take care of each other, and uh, yeah. be good. Be good. Uh, stay safe. Yes. Stay very safe, please. And we will love, love you. you. Talk to you soon. Peace.